Broadcasting live from an airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley, bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your Only in Oklahoma show. And welcome to the show. Today we're headed to Fort Reno for some more spooktacular. It's Oklatober. I'm Brett. And I am Harley. So we had early in the, the I don't know, the, the life span of uh, the show, we had a great interview with Wendy Ogden out at uh, Fort Reno about all, because there's a, dude, there's so much history. Yeah. Just history. Just history. But more importantly, you take all of that history mm-hmm. in one place and you're bound to come away with some ghost stories. Oh, yeah. And they've got a POW cemetery that's out there. I mean, I've, I've talked to you about them doing ghost tours and, and cemetery tales out there. I can't sell it as well as it, as Wendy can. She is a historian, but she also knows how to lay. She can lay that spooky stuff on pretty thick. She can. It's a great interview, so stick around. The mistress of mystery, Miss Wendy Ogden. Wendy, what's up? Hi. Welcome to the uh, show. I'm here looking out my window here at Fort Reno. Oh, gosh. I, it, you know, we had a hard time getting connected right off the bat, so there may be some residual ghosts in the machine. <laughs> So what, you never know here. Okay, so what made you want to get involved with such a thing, and, and, and how did it all start for you? I was in the medical field and was laid off when there was some transitioning, and so much to my surprise, I received a phone call, and and the job fell in my lap. I was asked to come out to Fort Reno, talk to him, learn about the job duties, and so on, and here I am five years later. I've been researching you. I wanted to make sure I was talking to the right person. It sounds like you're the right person for the job. So with that being said, you had quite an undertaking out there. There's a lot of history that's gone into Fort Reno. Can you tell us about that? Well, the span of history here at Fort Reno, before it was ever Fort Reno, but the span of history you'll learn coming out here to Fort Reno runs from about 1867 through 1952. It wasn't until 1874 that Fort Reno was even a twinkle in the government's eye, and that's when it became established as the camp near Cheyenne. And then 1875 is when it turned into an actual military post known as Fort Reno. So with great history comes great bloodshed. Can you kind of tell us a little bit about its involvement with civil wars, world wars? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Fort Reno is actually, as the military post was established, it is all post-Civil War. Everything here at Fort Reno was established after the Civil War around the Little Bighorn Battle with Custer, which is a whole other set of American history. The date span before the fort's history is actually Chisholm Trail Cattle Drive history. As part of the Chisholm Trail Cattle Drive came westward out of a little town about 15 miles east of Fort Reno, known as Yukon. They stopped at the Molly Spencer Farm at roughly Garth Brooks and Vandement before it was Molly Spencer Farm, and that's where the cattle and the horses were actually watered. That is when the, the wagons discovered that they were not going to be able to continue northward through Yukon and cross the Canadian River, so they pulled some cattle out of the main cattle drive coming westward as far west as what is the commissary lawn today here at Fort Reno. So that's why there's that historical marker in Yukon for the Chisholm Trail cattle drives, correct? That is correct, yes. Oh, wow. Okay. So there's a lot of history there, Wendy. What kind of experiences are people generally seeing there? They, of course, come in. They experience. I'm going to start with the history because the history here is vividly rich. 
some people will come out and they'll go, well, this is nothing out here. Well, this is actually everything out here. They learned that this is where Oklahoma statehood really began here in Indian Territory. Now, as far as any paranormal things, yes, that is a, this is a very active post. You never know who's going to fill what at what time of the day. It doesn't matter day or night. There are all kinds of experiences that happen on the paranormal level here at Fort Reno. Well, in in having the cemetery be a a major focal point for Fort Reno, there's, uh, I just, there's just so much history out there. It's, you just never know who you're going to run into living, (laughs) living or dead, probably. That is correct. Now, now that you brought the cemetery up, you know, it dates back to 1874. There's nearly 200 graves. Out of the 200 graves, approximately two-thirds of them were interred in the 1800s. The earliest burial out there was December of 1874, and the last one buried in the cemetery was May of 1948. Which, what are so it has 73 and a half years of history. So of the interned, what are some of the more popular headstones that people visit out there? Well, you have one of Custer's former Indian scouts that defied Custer at the Battle of the Washita's at Black Kettle on November 27, 1868. It was a massacre of Indians ordered by Custer, and Ben Clark defied Custer by dismounting from his cavalry horse and going into the Indian encampment that was mainly women, children, and elders. He walked in on some Native American mothers and their daughters picking berries before the cold spell took them. Pushed them to a nearby ravine, laid his body over them, sheltering them from the gunfire. And when the gunfire subsided, Ben Clark transported those women and girls to the nearby camp supply. And there's where the Darlington history started unfolding. That eventually led to Fort Reno. And I believe Darlington Road's named after the Darlingtons, right? Is that correct? That is correct. Brenton Darlington. He was a Quaker that was the director of the Darlington Indian Agency when it was originally established in Camp Supply. So since you've been with, with Fort Reno for five years, you've you've been around it, seen it, probably felt it. Are there anything, because again, we're kind of getting into the, the heart of really when people start looking to get, you know, some spooks and specter activities. For you personally, has there been anything that's happened to you personally? Were you, were you skeptical when you came in and now you're a believer? Or? Uh, absolutely. When I come out here, and then of course, my my history as a young girl, I did some volunteer work out here through events when I was about 8, 9, 10 years old. So I was familiar with the Fort's history, but who really has an interest in history at that, that, at that age? It usually comes in later in life. So when I came out here, and, and in the past, I'd been to some of the spirit tours out here, and it, it was just one of those things that you're a skeptic until it happens. When I took my position out here, my position was originally at the United States Calvary Museum that moved here from Fort Riley after restoring the 1876 duplex for the married officers. Oh, it wow. sat vacant here at Fort Reno for 30-something years before its restoration. That's crazy. So nobody was allowed in. So, Wendy, you uh, you just mentioned the the spirit tours. You have a few of those dates coming up. Can you tell us uh, when those are happening and what people should expect? Yep. Our next spirit tour, we have two of them in October. We have an October 12th and an October 26th. We take reservations up to the Friday before the actual ghost tour, spirit tour. And we always have typically anywhere from 100 to 130 people attend these They Our spirit tours begin in March and run through the end of October. This year, during the October spirit tours, we've kind of dressed it up a little bit and added a little bit of fun, more spooky decorations and such. And it's going to be a special trick-or-treat night where the children that attend, 
the event will have a nice bag of uh, sorted candies to take with them when they leave. Now, talking about what's coming up in the future, I know that we recently we just missed uh, the Tombstone Tales event that you guys and gals put on out there, and you sent me some of the pictures. The food is what really drew me in. But as as far as an experience goes, I wish we hadn't have missed it. When did, when do you have one of those coming up in, on the horizon? Anytime soon? You know, we had our Tombstone Tales. We brought it back last year. Tombstone Tales was actually rained out because we had some flooding rain. So this year, when we decided to bring it back, we brought it back with a with a bang. It was highly successful, and and we put a limit on it this year because we really we were really trying to step it up and and make it something bigger and better. And boy, we did that. It was so successful that come April, we are launching some extreme fundraisers to raise three hundred thousand dollars to restore Ben Clark's home here at Fort Reno. And with that large event, that large fundraising event. We are actually talking about doing tombstone tells at the end of the evening after we have some festivities going on to raise money throughout the fort during the day. So we're looking at a possible April day. Oh wow, that's uh, and we're. Are you going to lock me in for that one? Are we? Are we? Are we? Is only an okay show going to be invited to that? Okay, you will be at the top <laughs> of our list. So real quick, you mentioned fundraising. Obviously, Fort Reno gets they, don't, they get no federal funding. Everything is kind of out of pocket and out of donation. Is that what keeps you rolling through the year? Is the ghost tours and, well, and yes, our museum is open Monday through Saturday, ten a.m. to four p.m. Through our museum, we have a small admission rate that you know we try to make it where it's cost efficient for everybody to get in instead of overcharging the pocketbook. We want to be able to allow people in to learn not only just our local, state, and American history, but world history right here in one location. And so we do events monthly beginning in March all the way through our our Christmas season, raising the money for operations. We also have a 1944 chapel here at Fort Reno that was built by the POWs here that were captured under Rommel. It was the Africa Corps. And so in 1943, the POWs that arrived here at Fort Reno built the chapel to say thank you for treating them so well during their time here. We utilize that chapter year, that chapel year-round for weddings and meetings and things like that. So for anybody looking for a wedding chapel, this chapel is absolutely amazing. It's original 1944. It's amazing. I, I can't even urge you enough to even come out here just to see the chapel, if, if nothing else. So, Wendy, if, if people are looking to to help your cause or to find your calendar of events or anything of that nature? What's the best way for people to find that information? They can go to our website, which is www.fortreno.org. There is a calendar of events that is updated frequently. I do all that on my spare time when I'm not here at Fort Reno and in between group tours. Again, the website's www.fortreno.org, and you can find us on Facebook at Fort Reno. You can go there. We update everything there as quickly as possible and keep it as up-to-date as possible. So that's where you can find our schedule of events. Well, Wendy, it looks like you got a full deck out there. Uh, again, sorry we missed the freaking Tombstone Tales. I know you made me feel guilty about it, but we'll be there in April for sure. As always. We love to talk to the people that are on the ground making it happen, making it work. And it sounds like you're doing just a fantastic job out there for the city of El Reno, uh, ensuring that history continues to not only, you know, repeat the process of passing it on. It, it's a big part of why we're here and a big part of why you're here on the show. 
So we appreciate everything you're doing. Yeah, thanks for giving us the opportunity uh, to be on your show. Absolutely. Well, Wendy, it's been a absolute pleasure, and uh hope you come on again soon. Let me know when. I'll be here. Well, the next time you're on a ghost tour, a ghost adventure, and they wanted to know, because a lot of these places go, where'd you hear about it from? The internet. Where'd you hear about it? Yeah, you did. You heard about it on the internet, but you heard about it from us right here, the Only an Okay Show. Anytime you do something like that, tell them we sent you. Absolutely. Well, this has been the Only an Okay Show. I'm Harley. And I'm Brett. And we're out of here. Peace. going to talk about trough reno i mean what fort fort reno in el reno we're going to the devil el camino we're going to the devil's vortex in hell reno i'm brett hell reno (laughs) use it use it hell reno let's go let's go come on oh shit we're entering the portal of doom. It's Hell Reno episode on Brett. <laughs> Come on, just do your intro. We're going to do it. We're heading down for onion burgers and Halloween stuff in El- Hell Reno, Oklahoma, Brett. <laughs> El Reno, Hell Reno. Hamburgers and hell dogs today. Yet we going to El Reno, uh, Fort Reno. Goo, 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 goo. Like somebody just hijacked the show. We got a new show. It's called Hell Reno, uh, Awakening. We're going to talk about the corruption down there. It- we got a new show. It's all about the scariest side of Oklahoma. We're starting off in Hell Reno, Oklahoma. <laughs> The seventh circle of Hell Reno. The next week we're going to do Diablo Duncan. Uh, <laughs> and we ain't talking about a new donut, Duncan Donuts, neither. But those are good. Coming up on Chicken Slay, Oklahoma. <laughs> Chicken Slay. Chicken Slayer. Chicken Slayer. We are Chicken Slayer. We're to rock out with our cops. <laughs> <laughs> KFC ain't got nothing on us, bitches. We are the original recipe of the devil, Chicken Slayer. <laughs> this is our new song called Fox in the Hen House. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, technically, that that is F-A-U-X, which would be foe. Foe in the Hen House. Not Fox. Okay, I focus. swear to God, it's like, can we focus? <laughs> can we focus? <laughs> can we focus, bro? <laughs> None of okay. this could be in the intro either. Like, we got nothing. Oh, man. Focox, dude. Um, Focox on the job at hand. Hell is on Earth on today's episode of Hell Reno Weekly. Taking you to the dark side. You know El Reno, but have you seen Hell Reno? <laughs> There's a major controversy. Who's got 
the original recipe for the, the for the uh, salad dressing that said, Ted said they got it. Who's Ted? You mean Tim's? Oh, yeah. Sorry. You know, I travel so much. I don't get it. I, I see so many Tim's and Ted's. They sound alike. Actually, they don't, actually. One of them. You, you ain't ever been to Tim's Escondido? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you've had Ted's, but you ain't never been to Tim's. Ted's brother? Tim's Escondido? Tim got mad and went and did his own deal. Where's it at? I ain't telling you. Tim's Enchiladito. I thought you were a podcast that's supposed to promote, you know, local and small businesses. Yeah, but I ain't talking about it, this one. This is one of those things where you got to know somebody. That's the guy that doesn't want to admit that he said Ted Tim's instead of yeah. Ted's. He's like, yeah, this is a different. He this wouldn't is a different one. And it, he, like you got to be, you got to be a new paying member. Yeah, they don't use ground beef at this one. Hell no. Uh, uh-uh, hell no, they don't. Hell Reno it's a groundhog. From Hell Reno. Three, two, one.